It's been a while, but we are finally back with another high character arena review. This time, we're doing a deep dive on the Bright Landry Hockey Center, home of the Harvard Crimson. So let's go. character hello everybody and welcome to episode 101 of high character it's arena review time it's been quite a while but finally we have been to a new arena to review it for you guys we did a bunch of them over the last year but it's been quite a long time since our last one last one we did was alfond arena right at the end of the uh at the end of the previous season so really excited to get back into it my name is cameron and once again i am joined by my good friend evan Evan, how you doing, man? Dude, eight and a half months in the making. That's freaking yeah. crazy, eh? Like, I mean, feels good to have a little bit of a different vibe to the episode. You were just joking around like a minute before we started recording. Like, this most likely won't be an hour and a half long unless we have some really <laughs> hot takes. So it feels like the pressure's off a little bit. You know what I mean? We're not going to have a big marathon of an episode. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really, you know, looking forward to getting back into these because this isn't going to be the only one of this year for sure. You know what I mean? So this will be a good way to kind of kick, kickstart the, uh, the arena review season, if it were. So yeah, it should be a fun one and I'm definitely ready to get into it. So uh, we have a bunch of categories that we normally rate it off of. Um, give you a little refresher atmosphere slash fans worth 10 points, neighborhood and access worth 10 uh, concessions are worth 10 bang for your buck worth five. And then any extras to add on, uh, up to five and this year we are adding a category we're adding looks slash aesthetics so just the basic like overall vibe of how you think the place looks uh inside and out the way we were thinking about rating it is kind of half for the exterior and half for the interior of each arena and that's going to be worth 10 points so um adding that on it's going to be up to a total of 50 points and we've gone back through and graded all of our previous ones. Um, it'd be kind of uh, kind of a lot to go through and name everything that we changed here. But um, every arena that we've already reviewed has a score. So whenever we have a, a rankings come out, Hockey East, whatnot, um, that'll be reflected in those scores. Um, so yeah, you will you will see that when it happens. So um, I guess I'll just jump right into a little history of bright landry hockey center home of the harvard crimson hockey team um if you guys didn't go if you're curious about the place it's right on campus um at harvard it is they're in, a, in their athletic complex so right next to harvard stadium the football stadium it's a big complex that's uh, attached to the track and field area um doesn't look like a hockey arena when you pull up to it it's just a pretty big box like brick box uh, in the back, but um, the inside is pretty cool. It fits 3,095 people, so an intimate venue, pretty small. It opened in 1956, and it was renovated twice, once in 1979 and once in 2014. The uh, They called it new, in quotation marks, arena in 1979 after a big renovation. It opened up with an exhibition game against the 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team, um, the Ooh. team that would go on to complete the miracle on ice, uh, win gold at Lake Placid, uh, which we're going to be there in less than a month. So that's pretty cool yes, way, to, way to open their renovations. But yeah, this place is is pretty old and it it feels like it, but it also doesn't on the inside, I guess. 
Yeah, I mean, you said what was the uh, the uh, the uh, maximum attendance they could have in there? A little over three thousand. Yeah, I mean, it's good to know that when we do eventually sell out that building when we play against them next time, we'll have three thousand <laughs> people inside that stadium. So that could be pretty fun. <laughs> you know, I, I like the yeah. idea of that for sure. But uh, yeah, I mean, just kind of you know those overall numbers. I mean, yeah, kind of kind of an old one realistically. Like you know, you could definitely tell like if you know like once you actually go inside there it's clearly been renovated. You know what I mean? Like there are definitely some new additions to the building. It doesn't give me Matthews vibes in that sense. Like, I think, you know, if anybody wants to go back and, you know, get a vibe of how I kind of tend to rate things, watch the, watch the Matthews arena episode, because I am harsh on that building. I am not a big fan of, you know, older buildings, but you know, for, for the apparent age of, of this building, from what you say, I mean, I don't think it was that bad. You know, it doesn't really, you know, I wouldn't say it looked brand new by any stretch of the imagination, but you said it was built in what, like the, was it the fifties you said? 1956. That's what I'm saying. Like, it does not seem, you know, like a, will that be late, you know, 68 year old arena? I don't know. I'm <laughs> struggling to do math right now, but you get the idea. But yeah, it doesn't seem that bad to me. I, I really liked it overall. You know, we'll get into the, to the specific ratings in a little bit, but yeah, some really interesting uh, backstory there. Yeah, and that kind of takes us right into the the new category, the looks slash aesthetic. Uh, I mentioned that the outside it it genuinely is just a brick box. Yeah, um, you have no idea that a hockey arena is there. Once you get inside, pretty cool. Um, like a frame roof, very familiar yep. looking. Um, looks a lot like Matthews Arena. But one of the big things here about about its look is it looks old at that a frame roof, but uh, there's no um obstructed views so there's no yeah. old block in anybody's way uh there's a nice concourse that circles it where you could see uh the whole sheet of ice from the, the concourse a lot of people were standing during the game instead of uh sitting in their seats so i think it looks really cool on the inside obviously pretty boring on the outside but i really like the vibe they got going for it on the inside the inside was actually quite nice. Like it, literally I ran inside, went to the bathroom. And then when I came out, I was like, I got to take a picture of this. You know what I mean? Like the, mm -hmm. like it had a really, really good view of the ice. That's the thing that I really enjoyed the most was just the fact that, like you said, it's really not a bad seat in the place. Like if you go to a place like Schneider, you go to a place like Matthews, there's going to be some obstructed views and it's not really great for the viewing experience. But here, I mean, views were great. I feel like the concourse was decorated out in some really, really nice Harvard, you know, related stuff. Like basically anything that you would see inside of like the hockey practice facility, like for UMass, like in between like, you know, the locker rooms and stuff where they had all like, you know, pictures of former players and little plaques and stuff of former players. They had that right out there in the concourse. I think that looked friggin' sick and Mullins personally. I'd really love to see something like that, but I think there was, you know, a lot of ideas that maybe we could incorporate into our own stadium. You know, if, if anybody decides to, you know, switch up Mullins a little bit and maybe make some additions or some modifications. But yeah, overall, I thought I thought the looks and just the overall aesthetic of this place was really, really great. You know what I mean? Like, especially from what you said, like on the outside, not much of a looker, but on the inside, pretty darn nice. Yeah. And uh, I think our scores kind of reflect that. I gave it a six out of 10. I thought if it looked any cooler on the outside, that score definitely would have been bumped up. And then Evan gave it a seven out of ten, so uh, pretty strong there. I'd like to hear your uh, your argument for that being a seven in the looks when you gave Matthews a three in the looks with how similar they were. No, no, I mean, it just feels like you know, like I'm kind of mentioned with like the overall like branding on the inside, mm -hmm. just like you know, like with the plaques and stuff. I thought that really, really won me over. I feel like just you know, if we are looking at it purely from like looks and aesthetic, I mean, I feel like 
you can't say that something has good looks if it has obstructed views. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've, I've been inside of, you know, Matthews before. I remember I had a buddy of mine buy tickets because he just wanted to, I think it was like over January break or something like that. And uh, he bought tickets because I just like, I completely forgot to at the time or whatever. We ended up literally in an obstructed view right behind a pole. Oh. It was directly in front of me. Like there was no way for me to even see the game going on. I had to like, like <laughs> crack my neck in half basically to try and, you know, veer right around the pole. It was impossible, you know? So if I'm going to talk about the looks and the aesthetic of a place and the only thing that I can see is a massive pole in my face, it's like, what's the point, you know? Yeah. So I'd say that's kind of where the the general, you know, idea behind my scoring kind of comes from. Yeah, I think that's definitely fair. Uh, the next category, atmosphere slash fans out of 10 points. Pretty interesting game that we went to. There were no students, Harvard students there. They were on break. And almost all of the fans that were there were UMass fans. So it makes it a little yeah. tricky to grade this. We went through um, some some past games at Harvard just to kind of check out what their atmosphere looked like. And uh, just with how how easy easily UMass fans were able to take over that building, it's not too surprising that the atmosphere isn't great at um, these games. I mean, the only fans that they had rooting hardcore for them at the game we were at were a group of about 15 little kids. Yeah, uh, that was about it. So I think, uh, understandably, we were both a little harsh in this category. Yeah, I mean, like like you said, like if their only fans are like a, it was like a group of like youth hockey players. Basically, they're all maybe eight years old. If we're you know for being generous with that, <laughs> realistically, and they clearly got like some sort of like group ticket, and they were just sitting there on the corner of the ice chanting "Let's go Harvard" the whole time. It took maybe three milliseconds from the finisher chant when you would just hear probably a couple hundred people just screaming out, let's go UMass in unison. You know what I mean? Like, I I definitely think the fans category was lacking. I'm kind of curious if to, if I should kind of give them the benefit of the doubt just because, like, I think this was the first time that we've been to an arena where the fans were clearly on break, you know, or at least the students were. Yeah. Um, Or at least, you know, in the context of us making a review. I mean, like, I'm pretty sure we've been to Conti before where, you know, they've been on break probably in, like, yeah. a January or something like that. But – it is what it is. So, I mean, I don't know how much I can, you know, kind of knock them. I've seen some images online where they're just straight up sellouts. You know what I mean? So, like, it's definitely not a case of, you know, it's not like there's a complete and utter lack of fan support, but it feels like in that particular game, they were greatly outnumbered. And I feel like that might skew the score a little bit, but yeah, I don't know. I mean, I did think that the atmosphere itself, like the presentations and stuff were pretty decent. Like, you know, the warm-up playlist was cool. You know, they had some, like, you know, like the announcer, I feel like was fine. You know, like little things like that were totally, you know, acceptable. But yeah, on the whole, the fan support was a bit lacking. Yeah, I mean, even when Harvard scored the first two goals in the first five minutes, it didn't ever seem like an imposing place no. to play. No. Uh, like we've seen Alphon, like getting wins there felt really good because it's such a like hostile difficult... atmosphere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hostile atmosphere. Uh, and I think that's reflected in our scores. I gave it a three out of 10. Uh, wasn't very happy with it, and I guess I'm not giving Harvard students the benefit of the doubt. I don't, I don't know if they're packing that place and getting loud when they are on campus. Uh, Evan gave it a four out of ten, so so pretty consistent there. Yeah. All right. So uh, the next category, neighborhood slash access. Um, this is basically how nice the neighborhood is, uh, how much there is to do, and how easy it is to access the arena. Um, I think. This is kind of where this place excels. I mean, mm -hmm. obviously being in Cambridge, Cambridge is a really nice downtown area. It is a bit of a walk from downtown Cambridge. 
It'll probably take you a good 15 minutes if you wanted to walk from the arena to there. But once you're there, there's quite a bit to do. Um, I think the only place where this category hurts this arena is parking because you could take the T right to Cambridge and walk over, but there were very limited limited number of parking spots. I didn't have to deal with that. I got there really early. So um, I'm imagining it's going to be quite the hassle to park if you're getting there anytime less than an hour from the puck drop. So I think personally, that's the only area of this category where the arena lacks, but I love Cambridge. Um, it's fun, fun to be on Harvard's campus too. So I liked it. Yeah, no, I, I completely echo your sentiments. I mean, you know, I had a little bit of a, of a pregame with the fight mass boys, which I thought was pretty fun. There was a, there was a bar maybe like probably was real, like a 20 minute walk away, but there's really, really good bus access. I think it's like the 86 that you can take and it takes you basically from downtown to Harvard. And then, you know, basically you can go from Harvard to the bar that we were at. It was called Widowmaker. It was awesome. Really, really great place. There was a couple of bars around the kind of the, the Harvard area. So like, you know, like you said, the neighborhood itself is really, really nice and super easy to get to. I mean, I took the, uh, the 86 bus from Sullivan square if you're on the orange line. So it's super easy to get there. Really, really, you know, hassle-free. The only thing that I could kind of add on to the whole parking situation that kind of sucked was when we were leaving the game, because we ended up heading back to the bar afterwards for a quick drink just to celebrate. It took a while to get out of that parking lot, dude. Like mm. it wasn't even like there was that many like people that were trying to leave. Cause like you said, there's not really that many parking spots to begin with, but like everything was just going so slow. So I thought, you know, Kind of sucks to get in and out for sure, but if you take public transit, like kind of like what they're meant for you to do at that point, you know what I mean? It seems like it was kind of a deliberate choice to rely more on public transit rather than, you know, car-oriented parking setups. So it is what it is. But overall, on the whole, I'd say it was really, really good. Yeah, and uh, I, I did forget to mention parking did cost $10. We don't see mm. uh, a fee for parking at every arena, so that definitely knocks it down just a little bit. Um, I think that is the only thing that knocked down the score for me. I gave it an 8 out of 10, and it sounds like for similar reasons, Evan, too, gave it an 8 out of 10. Yes, sir. All right, so the next category is concessions. This one's out of 10, and this is the category where this arena really falters. Um, the first thing that most people will probably notice is they don't sell alcohol at this arena. Um, it's not as big for me, um, but I know for a lot of people it would probably be um, not great to walk in and realize once you're there that they don't sell alcohol. Um, on top of that, the food selection was really, really sparse. They had one, uh, they had two concession stands. One of them was like absolutely bare bones. The other was kind of the main concession stand. The options are really lacking. Um, not much at all for food, nachos and hot dog and pretzel and popcorn. Basically that's it. Um, you got candy and chips and other things like that. And then just, your standard um, fountain beverages like Coke, Sprite, um, you got bottled water and uh, hot chocolate or hot coffee or tea. That's about it. I think I just read everything that's on their yeah. menu. The prices are not great. It'll cost you $6 to get one of those movie theater style things of candy. Um, the drinks the drinks are minimum $4. Oh, uh, Lord, man. Yes. Nachos, $6. Hot dog. One hot dog is 5 So. Price is not great. They did have a uh, a Dippin' Dots. I don't think it was actually called Dippin' Dots. It's one of the knockoff stands there. That was yeah. the only little extra thing that they had. But, um, yeah, so I basically just mentioned everything that you could possibly get for food or drink at this arena, and it's really not much compared to what else we've seen around college hockey. 
dude, the concessions, for lack of a better term, they stink. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like this, this was really what kind of I don't want to say ruined it for me, right? But like, I feel like like once we get into talking about the actual score that we gave here, it's gonna be like if they even had average concessions you know what i mean like this would be a pretty darn decent arena when you think about mm -hmm. it like in the terms of overall scoring but yeah like you said i mean the the it's kind of the pricing that really like ruins me you know what i mean like if you try to get two hot dogs you tell me that's 10 bucks are you kidding me dude like yeah. and they they were not looking like good quality hot dogs we're not talking like you know foot longs or anything crazy like that you can get a freaking costco hot dog for a dollar fifty like what is stopping these people from charging normal prices like, you know, you could even like, I feel like the bare minimum of like an arena concession is having like chicken tenders or something like yeah. that's, that's like, for me, the bare minimum, like, you know, you see that at basically anywhere, like, I'm pretty sure even Lawler had them, you know what I mean? Like Merrimax arena and we were crapping all over Lawler, you know what I mean? Like that yeah. place was crashed. I'm pretty sure they had chicken tenders. I might be wrong, but I, I'm pretty sure I gave them a better concession score than what I was going to give Harvard. Like. Harvard's is absolutely garbage, man, for lack of a better term. Like they just, you know, the pricing was awful. The selection's awful. We were like, we didn't end up getting anything, but like no. just looking at it, like it didn't look like it was good quality, like generic super pretzel. You know, the popcorn looked meh. The hot dog looked extremely meh. Like it looked mm -hmm. like a Seven Eleven quality hot dog. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. It just, it wasn't doing it for me. And I'm going to say my own score on this one because that's how strongly I feel about it. I gave it a one. I gave it a pity point. Like I, I didn't <laughs> have the heart to give it a zero, but it's, it's genuinely a one out of ten. Yeah, I gave it a one because at least they had something, but yeah. that's that's about it. I gave it a 1.5, and and these are both out of ten. Looking back through our scores, this is the, the worst the score that we've given concessions at any arena that we've gone to so far. We've gone to a good 12, it looks like and graded them so really really bad looking you're right this is where this is where this arena loses most of its points it could could be up there with some of the better ones but it really takes a fall here for sure for sure yeah make, make sure you eat food in in the great uh neighborhood area you know that we gave an eight out of ten to make sure that you get some food beforehand because there's some yeah. really good spots i'll throw out a suggestion i had tasty burger in downtown cambridge before yes, the sir. game it was great i was full i didn't need this uh this crappy food at the arena so i think that's the move for sure all right, the next category is bang for your buck. Uh, this is out of five points, and it's basically, are you getting a good value for the money that you paid to go to this game? Uh, we bought tickets pretty well in advance, and it looked like all the tickets in the arena were $25 with $3 service charge tacked on for, per ticket, so you're paying a total of $28. That's kind of middle of the pack when it comes to, to college hockey, probably more on the expensive end of that middle of the pack. Um, it's a good chunk of change to go to a college hockey game. I would say um, you do get uh, Harvard's usually pretty good. Um, they've been at least like ranked or close to ranked for uh, most of the past few seasons. So you're getting a good brand of hockey. Uh, their conference is not the best. So you're not seeing that elite tier of like hockey East or um, something like that in terms of like the competitiveness of the games. So Higher end prices with uh, not the best quality of games. I didn't give it a great score. 
Yeah, really. I mean, so I think this was like maybe the only time I was ever in charge of buying the tickets. Like I yeah. just kind of bought them like months in advance and kind of forgot, I'll be honest, because me and you had a little mishap where you ended up buying some extra tickets. I think we ended yeah. up giving those away. Uh, we ended up, we, we got rid of them somehow. But um, yeah. yeah, so it was the one time that I was kind of in charge of buying the tickets. And yeah, 28 bucks. I mean, you know, for all the reasons that you mentioned, I completely agree. It was definitely not the best. I mean, when I made my score for this i also partially took into account concessions as well like just because it seemed like everything here was just pricey you know what i mean like yeah. it's harvard these this is ivy league prices you know what i mean it is what it is it always seems like harvard has even just as an institution right it kind of has that air of superiority around it like you're going to harvard you know like sometimes you don't get you know the best of the best when you go to ivy league stuff like public universities are pretty cool you know what i mean like I feel like sometimes Harvard can kind of get by a bit on its name recognition. And I feel like the prices here are sort of reflective of that. I know I'm getting a little philosophical with it, but I still think it's a, it's a little bit accurate. You know what I mean? Like just too much for kind of what you're getting out of it. I think the practicality of the arena is just fine, but I feel like you can get cheaper tickets for better quality games at a better quality arena for better prices. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and it's not like you're going into a, a madhouse on a Friday night, like yeah. gonna get the craziest game, craziest atmosphere. It's just not what you're getting here. Um, and it, and it was a little bit pricey compared to some other places. So I gave it a two out of five. Evan gave it a one point five out of five. So um, kind of lower on the spectrum for uh, all the arenas that we visited so far. Yeah, and lastly, I mean that's that's definitely the key. When like when you when you think about like Harvard students, like these kids are probably studying. You know what I mean? They're probably not going to hockey games. Like they're trying to get their law degree or whatever the hell they do over there. <laughs> like the, these guys aren't getting rowdy at at you know the the bright Landry Hockey Center on a Friday <laughs> night. You know they they definitely have yeah. a you know a higher a higher cause to to try and you know go and do stuff with. But yeah, yeah not crazy stuff at Harvard for sure. All right, so now we'll move into our last category. This is extras, uh, basically where we can just give um, a few more points up to five for anything that doesn't necessarily fit into the categories. So I think we both kind of liked it. You mentioned before a little bit um, all of the branding that they have for their hockey program, a lot of history, a lot of really cool stuff like NHL alumni, that like murals, that kind of stuff in the, in the main concourse area. I would love for that to be at Mullins. I feel like we've talk about this kind of thing in almost every episode um it'd just be great to have that kind of like hockey team branding up there so that adds a bunch for me i really like the uh all the banners they have one side is uh like a big row of like the men's hockey banners the other side is the women's hockey banners um kind of facing each other so you can see one from each side of the arena which is pretty cool um yeah i think i just really highly value the the team specific branding and they did a really good job of it so the one thing I was going to ask you about, Cam, because you didn't bring it, and I'm already looking at the answer that you gave for the extras, but I'm going to lead you into something that you might want to talk about because you felt very strongly about this after the game. Mm. There was an incident with a fan with a puck hitting them, and you were extremely, you were extremely critical of the staff there. And I feel mm. like I'm going to give you the runway to voice out your gripes with that because I feel like this is kind of the perfect time to talk about it, right? It's an extra. We're not going to talk about it. Up yeah. Here. No, great that you brought that up. I completely forgot about it. So a um, couple seats away from us, our same row, little kid got hit in the head with a puck uh, during the, the game action. Play didn't stop uh, or play stopped obviously because it went out, but uh, like they dropped the puck 30 seconds later. Um, nobody on the arena, like staff or security staff came over 
to like see if this kid was even okay for well over a minute. Um, somebody finally did come because everybody around the kid was like waving them over. Uh, not any kind of uh, pace to them or anything like that. Just kind of uh, slowly walking over to see what was up. Um, the employee gets down, like looks at the kid and just starts texting on her phone, probably like texting her supervisor or something like that. I don't know, but um, just the slowest reaction time I've ever seen from like arena security or arena staff. Uh, luckily this kid wasn't hurt very bad. Um, just a little bruise on his head and he was able to watch the rest of the game, which um, is great considering what happened. But the lack of response time was horrific. I think, I think it took almost 10 minutes for um, a paramedic to even come over. Uh, just no sense of urgency whatsoever. If, if this kid was bleeding or, or something like that, it could have gotten really bad and really ugly. So um, I think I was rightfully fired up a little bit that this happened. Uh, I've never seen that that poor of a reaction from an arena staff. And you're right. I'm, I'm going to change my store, score as we speak because that was uh, that was pretty tough to watch, honestly. And I guess you're right. That's right. been the extras. Good, good to know that I was at least on the right track there, and I wasn't I wasn't completely missing everything, but. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to go – I mean, I'm not going to say in a complete opposite direction because obviously, I mean, that's that's never good that that happens. But, like, yeah, I don't know. Like, maybe I should drop it a little bit realistically because that is pretty damn egregious, isn't it? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Right, you know, I'll, I'm going to drop it a half a point for, I guess, overall safety of the fans because, you know, you never <laughs> want to overlook that for sure. Well, but, the thing no. is, like – all the seats are pretty steep and there's not many. So all of them are close to the ice. So yeah. like, there's definitely the possibility of this happening in the future. And I don't sense that um, they're, they're ready to change their, their policies or how they do things. So um, if you are at this arena, make sure you're watching the puck. Cause if you get hit, uh, nobody's going to be checking on you for a little bit. For sure. And I'm actually, I'm going to take that exact point and flip it 180. And that's going to actually add a couple points to me because you make a very <laughs> good point. You are very close to the ice and I that's like true. that. You it's know what true. I mean? Like, again, it's a case of, you know, I'm not really sure if this kind of goes into like the whole atmosphere or like look slash aesthetics, but like, this is a really, really solid arena. If you're like a hockey fan, you know what I mean? Like if you just yep. want to watch some hockey, you were hearing people on the, ice. like it was very similar to, um, if I'm trying to remember correctly, I want to say it was the XL arena or the XL center uh, for yeah. the UConn games. You like, like the seats were angled in such a way, like it was just steep enough. Like you're basically looking over the ice, you know what I mean? And you're basically able to hear everything. You know, you get to see everything. Like when we were at Schneider, right. For the, for the Providence uh, game at Providence, great comeback, by the way, shouts out Lucas Mercury. Um, really, really great game. But whenever the puck was in the far corner, I couldn't see a damn thing. That wasn't the case here, you know, at Harvard, at Bright Landry, really, really solid sight lines, which I thought were great. Mm -hmm. I had my head on a swivel, unlike the unlike the poor kid that got hit on, you know, with the puck. <laughs> so I didn't have to worry about it too badly. But I understand for other people that may not be as engaged, you know, this is like you got to be paying attention. You got to have your eyes on the puck at all times. And I get it. You know, it's unfortunate that it happened. But for a guy like me that, you know, knowing my luck, I'm probably going to get hit by a puck next week just because I'm saying this stuff, but <laughs> it is what it is, you know? So I'm, I'm giving it a 3.5 out of five, you know, just for the overall, like, I want to say like the experience, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you really feel yeah. like you're engaged with the game. You know, you're very close to what is what's happening on the ice and just 
you're able to see everything that everybody else is able to see. Like, it doesn't feel like you're in the way. Like I can kind of lean forward or lean back. I'm not blocking anybody. You just kind of, you feel really locked into the game when you're there, which I really appreciate. Yeah, I, I agree with you for, for those reasons, for the, the team branding stuff. I originally had it at a three out of five, knocking one point for, for what I mentioned <laughs> earlier. So I got it at a two out of five. Um, but yeah, I, I really do enjoy uh, the sight lines and just the ability to watch hockey, which it's kind of a crazy thing to have to say, but we've been to some places where that's yep. more, a lot more difficult than this. So uh, I think you should get dude. some props for that for sure. Definitely. All right. So that is it for our categories. We tallied up our scores. Um, and now this new season with our, our new uh, category, it's out of 50. So I ended up giving it a 22.5 out of 50. Evan right in the middle, 25 out of 50, just for, for some care comparisons. This is kind of right about where each of us had Schneider arena. Um, the home mm -hmm. of the Providence Friars. Um, and it's on the lower end. I, I, I don't think um, Lawler and Schneider are the only two. Um, we had Lawler lower than it, and Schneider about even. Uh, the rest that we've gone to are a little above it. I'm not sure if that's uh, – we've just been to a lot of nice arenas so far. Um, but this this one, I guess, to summarize, just kind of a little bare bones. Yeah, I mean, realistically, I mean, I'm kind of happy that I gave both this and Schneider the exact same score, and it was a bang average 25 out of 50. Like, it just makes sense, right? Like, it seems like, you know, obviously both of those arenas kind of have their own personal strengths and weaknesses. Like, concessions at Schneider, way better. The sight lines at, you know, at Bright Landry, way better. So, like, everything kind of equals out realistically. It's kind of a matter of, like, if you were bringing, like, your, like, really really good hockey friends that really give a crap about hockey bring them to harvard games if you're gonna bring like your kids or like your grandmother or somebody that wants to have a comfortable experience while you're focusing on the game send them to schneider because like they're not going to care so much about the sight lines but hey those people who enjoy a beer you know what i mean like it's simple things like that with you know it makes sense so yeah for sure by the way cameron you're muted Thank you for that. Um, no problem. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to put it. Um, we have it close to Schneider, but um, whoever you're with, however you want to watch the game, I think that's kind of the deciding factor between those two. Yeah. All right. So that is it for our arena review. We'll have another one coming up somewhat soon. We're going to be uh, up at Lake Placid for those couple games. Cool. That'll be at the end of December. So we'll check out the arena that Miracle on Ice happened in, uh, see – see how watching the game there is i'm pretty excited about it i know you are too Dude, I'm so pumped. i am pumped. yeah it should be should be a good time is there any any closing thoughts that you wanted to mention before we sign off on this one nothing that i really haven't already mentioned just you know really really avid arena i don't then that's not to say that you guys shouldn't spend a game here i feel like you know basically with every review that we've done i can't say that there's a single arena that i would be like you know avoid at all costs maybe lawler if you're on a if you're on like a trek to go see every single arena, kind of like what we are doing right now, go ahead and go for it. But like, yeah, I feel like Harvard's a perfectly serviceable, you know, place to watch a hockey game. It's it's I feel like you were maybe a touch harsh at times, you know, like it feels like you know, a whole two and a half points behind. I mean, granted, my score in Matthews was absolutely horrendous. So I don't <laughs> think I could be too harsh on yours, but you get yeah. the overall idea. I still think it was a really, really nice arena, even though I gave it a bang average score. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say, I want UMass to play a game here every season or every other season Hell yeah. um, with the way that we filled up that place with uh, UMass alumni and fans. I think that would be great. So uh, thank you guys for listening. Be on the lookout for the Lake Placid Arena's review coming up soon, and we will catch you in the next one. Go UMass.
Go UMass. Take care, everybody. Let's fill this place up again next year, hopefully. Mm -hmm.